I know we've talked a lot about the awesome parts of having a team, and some of the stressful parts of having a team, but we haven't talked as much about how we made those stressful parts not so stressful anymore. So let's do that. Some background on why I'm talking about this topic in particular. Will and I, for a while, were both feeling like we were giving and giving to the other and not feeling like there was reciprocation for us. We both felt like we were burning ourselves out for the other and not being cared for in return. And this led to several very tense conversations that kept leaving both of us feeling fragile and unsteady in how to behave around the other. And neither of us wanted that. Both because we're working together, and more importantly, because we both care very much about the other, and seeing your friend hurting, or hurting because of an interaction with a friend, really sucks! Zero stars! A few months ago, we had an honest-to-goodness fight that, admittedly, was because I was using a resource, our block scripts for live recordings, in a way that Will had not anticipated, and so had not structured to serve that purpose. Which is legit! I realized later I was doing things in a really roundabout way that made very little sense and caused me to have more work, so Will would never have had any reason to plan for the weird way in which I would use the block scripts during take selection. But because of an adjustment made to the recording sessions, an adjustment was made to the scripts, and it threw off something else, which threw off something else, which threw off me. And it was a small, extremely manageable issue by itself, but Will and I experience anger differently. And neither of us experience it very often, so neither of us knew what to do for the other when it happened. How like, yes, this, this week we're talking about uh, collaboration now that we've done more of it. And yeah. communicating with your collaborators and how sometimes... Uh, even with the best of intentions and the most of communication, it do a bad instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, sometimes use your words is insufficient advice. It does not get you all the way there. That is true. That is true. Yeah. You and I have very different both communication and conflict styles, I would say. Yes. Um. Oh, sorry, that was my dryer. Oh, no. Well, it's off now. How dare so, you. you know, that audio is better. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we have very different communication and conflict styles. Mm. Um, I tend to be just, like, very... I have, like, I, ha I have always had a very, uh, like, direct line between friend communication and work communication. Um, and when I am in business mode, I'm in business mode. So I'm very much like, get things done. Let's be efficient. Let's be straightforward. Um, which I know can come across like in intense to say the least <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's very smart to have those different modes though. Um, and so I've had to work on 
trying to develop those because I used to have them all as uh, no line at all, just a mishmash, which meant that I was like letting my feelings get hurt about business things that were not meant to be feelings hurty. And uh, we've gotten a lot better at making sure that the the group chat that's just us to be goobers remains that like we're not mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if business is everywhere it feels like business never stops and that's exhausting and miserable mm-hmm. yeah um i also try really hard to like keep a very different tone of voice in like a group chat versus most of our most of our like business channels in the server where yeah. like saying yes um for me in like our group chat would be like yeah hell yeah go for it beep, 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 beep. like you know dorky <laughs> and then in like the business channels will be like yes thank you you know like very very yeah. distinct differences which is not to say that we're not goofy in there too but no those <laughs> those lines are really important for me because like you said like otherwise it's so easy to to get those like feelings hurt and feel like unsafe bringing things up and Mm, sharing mm, and mm. that's not what I want that's not what I want so I don't lose my temper much um and when I do it's very quick it's it's uh it isn't it isn't it's like small quiet things that I kind of shove down because I think oh this by itself is not important enough to bring up um if it's bothering you you should bring it up you should bring it up. <laughs> um, yeah. But I would, but I would be yeah, like, you, "Oh, this isn't a big deal." Yeah, you bottle things up and then kaboom. Yes, um, but the weird thing about my anger is that, like, it is sort of a, a quiet simmer. That it's like when you're when you're um, when you've got milk on the stove, and it does nothing forever, and then you'll see little forever. wisps of steam, and then all of a sudden it's boiling over and scorching on your stovetop, and the second you turn the heat off, it's fine again. Yeah. Which is bewildering and awful for people around me on the rare occasions when it happens. And mine is very, very different. So I don't, I don't like experience anger often. Um... Mm-hmm. To the point where, like, if I do experience anger, I am usually, like, terrified about it. I, like, don't... Every time I get actually angry about something, I am, like, at a loss for how to respond. Because I I don't know what to do with it. Instead, Mm. um, when it comes to conflict, I just kind of, like, my emotions just kind of shut down. Mm. And I, like, look at things... I, I take it a lot as, like... If I were, like, a lawyer in the situation or writing an analytical essay, like, Mm -hmm. it's just data to me at that point. Which is not to say it's always correct data, but that's that's the sort of feel that my brain is going into. So Mm -hmm. I bring things up uh, right as they happen, and I like having them dealt with, like, right then and there, and finding a strategy and a solution and then being like, okay, um... But that means that because of that, like, it's, it's, it's a very efficient way of dealing with conflict, right? Like, because mm-hmm. it just gets fixed. But it is really cold and it doesn't take 
like actual human emotions into stock because I don't have them at the time. Like I'm just <laughs> processing information, um, uh. which, you know, is also not great. So we, we are like uh, pretty much the opposite, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and mine is like, it doesn't come very fast and bubble over or anything. Um, it's just like there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain that. Like, it's just there. And then I just get more, like, annoyed. Like, I, I am more likely to lose respect for someone and feel like my time is being wasted by them mm-hmm. than to be really angry at them. And that one small, extremely manageable issue just happened to come up at a point when I had already told myself not to say anything several times. A choice I do not recommend. People do things differently, and your friends are almost certainly not being malicious when they do or say something that you wish they were doing or saying another way. And I had shoved down some things regarding work and personal relationships outside of Hug House, And I was absolutely that pot of milk on the stove, boiling over and scorching. That behavior pattern is one that I am working on every day. And I've gotten a lot better over the years, but Will had no way of knowing any of that. And it never occurred to me to tell them in advance about the way in which I get angry or the way in which I want help and support when I am hurting. We had a long conversation after that blow-up about how we get angry, the jumps our brains make during conflict, how we want to be cared for, all things that would have been great to have discussed much, much earlier on, when we weren't already frazzled and hurting. I hadn't realized I was allowed to ask for a specific type of care. The thought literally never occurred to me. and. I'm in therapy. (laughs) I'm, uh, betting that the thought hadn't occurred to a lot of you, either. But these are important conversations to have with friends and with collaborators. It's not you being greedy or pushy or demanding if you let friends know what does and doesn't make you feel better when you're hurting. It's you being smart and helping each other feel more trusted and better looked after. And I know that all of this sounds like it was heavy emotional work that'll be ongoing kind of forever, that you don't just get to check off of your list and be done with. But that's because it is. People keep growing. Their needs are going to keep changing. Friendships that matter are going to need the people in them to keep doing the work. But rather than feeling daunted or worn out from all of that, I'm just... I'm overwhelmed that I have teammates and friends who are invested enough to want to do that work. And I'm glad I get to do it for them, too. Scoring Magic is a Hug House production. You can find more information about Scoring Magic on scoringmagicpod.com, and you can support Hug House at patreon.com slash hughousepods.